best not miss. Well, I'm a bunch of real proud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Welcome to the Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. Welcome to the Party Pal is a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Check out all their live events, all their podcasts, everything they have going on. That is at OsirisPod.com. That is OsirisPod.com. We are back at it after a little hiatus. We got a bunch of shows coming your way, though. A lot we have to talk about. So much television going on. We're going to have episodes talking about Secession coming up, Barry, both their final seasons, I believe, Perry Mason, and a whole lot more. But uh, today we have a real fun one, a fascinating show called Jury Duty. It's the mockumentary television series created by Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stepinski. The series chronicles the inner workings of a jury trial through the eyes of juror Ronald Gladen, a solar contractor from San Diego who was unaware that his jury duty summons was not official and that everyone in the courtroom, aside from him, is an actor. Everything that happens inside and outside the courtroom is planned. It's kind of a delightful show. It's going to be fun to talk about and to talk about it. We have River Jordan back on the program. Always delightful to have on the show. River, welcome back to the party. Love having you here. Let's uh, let's get into this one. It always lights up my calendar when I wake <laughs> up and I see that we've got this thing to do. And I'm like, yes, it's going to be a good day. Honestly, it. I'm doing so much other work before and after. And I'm like this, talking about film and television and, and hearing people talk about it and enjoying film and television. That's the escape. That's This is the joy in uh, in life. And jury duty was um it was it was it was a delightful escape it was it was surprising i didn't even know it was coming out uh i started getting texts you know it started blowing up the internet i was like what is freebie what's what's going on do i need another subscription here how do i watch it you know i'm starting to see all this uh james marsden love and just like people you know people really got excited and um you know how did it fall into your world and what were your kind of opening uh thoughts when you when you when you you know jumped into it being a movie and television junkie mm. to another tv movie you know um aficionado mm. that it how do you not click on something you're like oh it's a freebie and it's look at the attention span size of the episodes yes. you know that's that's about all we've got until Love the it. commercial Great, you know, and then it's a commercial break, so you can check your Instagram messages <laughs> during the commercial break. It works right? for the modern lifestyle. <laughs> I watched it, me. it popped up on my phone, and then the whole freebie thing, and I'm like you. It's like, what's freebie? I got to get an app. What is happening here? And and I think it was because of James Marsden and the little clips we saw ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that I was like, okay, I'm going to check it out. You just, yeah, um, definitely. Okay. The hype drew me in right away. And you're right. It was just easy. Once I got going too, I, uh, I just kept going. I think I knocked it out like in, in two sittings and it was just, and it was fun like that. And that also speaks to not just how easy it was to, you know, size wise to take in. It was just, it was that delightful and it just, you know, the premise is fascinating and, and I, we're going to get into a lot of pieces about that because I think there's some ethics concerns to talk about oh, and, you know, I agree, some, I agree. the morality here and just kind of, you know, anytime you're messing with someone's reality, I, I, I do feel a little strange about it. In this case, 
wow, did it really work out? I mean, he, he, this person, it was Ronald, uh, Ronald Gladen. He walks away, literally, they, they described him as a hero and he's walking away America's hero. He's, he turned out to be such, such, uh, we'll talk about how lucky they got, um, with him, but I just appreciate, you know, so they got this premise, right. Uh, of, you know, all these fake, fake courtroom situations. I love, it felt risky how hard they went. Cause I mean, you could have blown this whole thing open you know, you got this big production, you got money involved. You got a star like James involved. The whole thing could have fallen apart when the guy's walking in with the crutches seat, you know, he could have um, immediately when the, I love the, um, the uh, defense attorney, how incompetent he was when he's initially <laughs> showing the video, this, I mean, a lot of people, and I'm not, uh, I don't think, you know, Ronald deserves, um, you know, any critique on this, you know, he was buying in, he was brought in under a certain premise when, you know, we're watching it with some hindsight, but the whole thing could have blown up really fast with some of these chances they took and, and, and these comedic moments they took and the, the defense attorney's video when he's showing that in the courtroom, you know, a lot of people would be like, this is, this is too much. This is too much. But, you know, all, all through and through um, those jokes landed and it, it just, it was funny. And then it turned out to be ultimately heartwarming and just really, really sweet. And I know, I guess that all comes back to Ronald. Okay. Um, I, I'm saving my big confession for this moment. <laughs> this is it. Let's I, go. I watched the entire series. And I noticed the thing that it said, you know, people are yeah. actors, you know, my mm -hmm. attention span and everything else I'm doing while I'm doing this, yes. right? You know, and when it gets to him at the end mm -hmm. and he says, oh, you mean this wasn't real? None of it was real? Yeah. I thought he was still an actor. I thought Did he you? was in, the whole yeah. time thought he was in on the thing and he was one of the actors and i i remember it saying everyone's an actor except for one right yeah, yeah, yeah. and but i never got the concept that this one I, uh, guy that i want to let you off the hook so a little Truman bit show. it's uh, so Truman show it's so right? Truman show yeah it is yeah. i mean honestly uh river i went through the first three uh thinking that as well i didn't because i didn't do any research and then i'm like this is fascinating what's going on here because he seemed, I actually was impressed with his acting, uh, quote unquote, because yes. he was, you know, he would see, he was like, he was like the real life John Krasinski in the office. He would, when something so weird was happening, he's in the courtroom, he's trying not to laugh or he's got this smirk, right. just like, and I just thought he was that good and, you know, that good an actor that he could fake being the one who was, you know, not, not an actor. I, you know what I'm saying? Like he was able to play that role but it was actually him. It was in earnest, which is unbelievable. So what did you think when you came back? So you, the reveal hit you at the same time it hit him. In, in no, I still didn't believe it. The reveal oh. didn't <laughs> until a week later. I thought that was part of the script and he yeah. was one of the actors. Oh, and got so, it, got it. And then it was like a week later that you know, I was like, can you believe this guy? And I'm like, what? Oh, my God. And then the, that must it have made me go back and watch the entire thing. Yeah, in a different view. All along, he never knew any of it. But I did hear, I think, on another podcast that it yeah. was uh, one of the creators or something, a show, and they were talking, or maybe it was James, it was James Marston, maybe, yeah. that he was on a talk show, and he was talking about how to keep, 
him, mm-hmm. the Ronald, from having this feeling of, wait a minute, something funky is going yeah. on. He actually went through, and the judge is an attorney in real yeah. life. Yep. So he so, knew so with the attorney, the attorneys were both actors and attorneys as well. So it, yeah, his he, experience they, they sat through like sometimes four hours of absolutely boring courtroom procedure. Yeah. Yeah. And they kept throwing those pieces in there so yeah. that the reality portion wouldn't be broken. Well, that's know? I mean, that's something I did want to talk about the meticulous production behind this. I mean, I can't imagine just how much they set this up. But then like that three week process of the trial they I mean they were that was what was real fun about that last episode you got to see that they were they were making sure they were like deciding where he might sit they'd, they'd have to have conversations exactly where he would sit in the waiting room to get things going they'd have to go through all these kind of wild scenarios and figure out exactly how they might hit how they might land um you know that was really fun that final episode and that that that, that kind of background story behind it but there's a different level of work uh, put into this to kind of, you know, figure out how a human wh- might react in these situations. Cause then you're setting up how to film it, how to react to it. How, how, how does all the improvisation work? This is um, it's impressive to, to piece this together and just, just have it all work out in this way. And they talked about some of the mistakes that um, occurred. The bailiff called someone a wrong name at one point. And, you know, I'm sure there was other trip ups, but I mean, they were able to pull this whole thing off and you know, it isn't easy. It's not. It's really not easy. Oh no, you absolutely not. I now I go back and I look at the coordination of every scene. Yeah. The beginning scene where James Marsden is, you know, trying to buy everybody lunch to make it look yeah. important so he can get away, you know, and he's going to talk to the judge, and the judge is coming by where he messed his hand up, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> car got broken into. And also he did funny. such a great job acting. And yeah. I heard that he wanted to be an actor but he didn't think that was you know okay. going to be a lot of way for him yeah. so he ends up going to law and mm-hmm. i thought it was so much fun that he got a chance to act out his dream yep. of being during this so yeah highly that's... highly successful show as it turns the out but... the coordination behind it and the timing yep. uh, and also i'm sure they had to be on the ready for to improv continuously yeah. all the time at any moment, given on what's, you know, based on what's being said. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure they're, they're working through many scenarios and then you can never fully plan exactly what's going to happen. But, um, you know, it really, it doesn't work without getting this hero. So right. Without getting Ronald. I mean, it's, it's this, this, this guy who just signed up for a documentary about jury duty I can't imagine they could get luckier. I mean, he he's it's it's really fun to see him win America's heart because he deserves it. I mean, he showed patience with these people. He showed sincerity with them all. He was empathetic and kind throughout. Um he showed he showed a unique sense of civic duty. He like yes, he, he wanted he want once he became especially when he was kind of ahead of the whole thing, he really wanted to, you know, get it right. And, and and serve justice like that was you know it was it was just adorable to see him keeping as i already mentioned keeping like a straight face during all this absurdness i mean he was even the wingman to you know he was trying to be a wingman to to someone who was really struggling with trying to figure out a relationship all of it was you know as we know now entirely sincere and sweet 
I mean, he's a he's a sweet he's a mensch. He's a sweet human. I mean, being. you know what? He it's like he represents the best of us. He does, and, <laughs> and he represents who we hope we would be in that yeah. situation. Yep. You know, I hope I would be that nice mm-hmm. instead of you know. Thank God it went that way instead of another way. And I know they had a lot of applicants and it could have gone horribly wrong. But even when he he was going to talk to the guy about trying to go home, the one that was stalling because he didn't want to go home because he had marital problems, you know, and he didn't want to face the truth, you know, Uh and he goes and has the private talk with him, you know. Mm. So who was your favorite character other than, him being this regular guy, and of course James being at yeah, his best. Yeah, honestly, he's it just it just speak on him real quick, and I'll definitely answer your question. It's it's I love I thought it was so clever the way in which they got a big name in there. You know, having him being that guy who's just on, on the jury because I mean, having a show like this with so many unknown actors, it's nice to have someone there that could draw us in and 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 you know get get viewership. And I thought that was clever, but he just he doesn't have like a history of improv work. Anything you've looked at, and I've heard some interviews with him as well. It's something that's new to him. And he was an absolute genius with it. And 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 there's something real special about, or I think it's so funny about like the hubris of like an entitled actor. It's like, there's a lot to play with there, with this there. And, and, and it just, he's just mocking beyond that, you know, that's an exaggerated, um, you know, he's not like that, of uh, of course, but he's also, but he does mock himself, his real yes. self, and he mocks his role. And that's, just, he just, I was, I was, I was, I was floored by him. I've, I've liked him in his roles, but you know, they're, they're, you know, it's, they're, they're always, he's always good. He's always good. I, you know. So let me ask you, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of like, Ronald, you know, going, so wait, did Ronald actually order that Sonic? The what yes. was the the DVD? That, that movie, I, I forget the exact movie right now, but it's one of like his other movies. Yeah, it's his... like it's pretty. It's a pretty dirty role. It's kind of like a, a thing. But yes, he oh. did. That was sincere and went with him. Oh. And he went. He went back. That Sonic moment's great when he's like. Those socks reminded me of Sonic, and and, and Ronald <laughs> went ahead and told him he thought it. He heard it sucked. He went. He did go watch it. He watched it and returned. It's just, it's so, so. So, so, so I loved the defense attorney a lot. I, but he wasn't, I don't think he was, Um, I don't think they focused on him enough. So if there was the one you talk about who they focused on, I think it was uh, Todd. Um, he was played by David Brown, kind of the guy, Um, you know, he had the, the, the crutch, crutch seat pants. He's, he kind of looks like Tom York from Radiohead. He just, he was so, absurd and just so fascinating as a character i mean it's this the the parallels to kind of um the like a cast of the office where you get so many different unique people and it's kind of makes sense the co-creators were lee eisenberg and gene um stepinski who did work and write a bunch of office episodes they they're behind the 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 good boys but um you know it felt office ish and and i'm saying that as as a compliment um just because there were so many people. I love Ken, played by Ron uh, Sung. Um, You know, uh, the other one I loved was Janine, who uh, had had the crush on Todd. I thought she was good. But I would choose, um, not Todd, who was the the crush on? I'm not sure that person, but who is your favorite character? 
Well, I, I went back and watched the field trip last night before right. we spoke. Uh-huh. And I and just really looking at them all getting on the bus. And they're so concerned about getting to the margarita place, Margaritaville, yeah. and getting those margaritas. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, um, and, and, Oh, all of it. When they go up there investigating and they're the mannequins, you know, there's 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 just a difference. And then that guy you're talking about is hiding in the mannequins yeah. and goes yeah. yeah. you know? I just thought I'd come check out the mannequins. The shirts end um, up being being uh shirts that they they write in that they're you know white supremacist <laughs> shirts and then, then that really comes into play at the, it's it's really, really funny writing. And so not only are they writing comedic, you know, comedically and 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 you know, making these great jokes and setups, but it just he adds so much to it. He's always like landing these at you know, the family guy moments really one to speak of when they that is something they brought up. They they were they were talking about their writing in the script. They weren't even sure if they wanted to bring it to the table. And right when he talks about how we're getting out of it, Ronald's like, you know, I saw this thing from I'm not saying you should do it, but I saw in Family Guy when he said to be racist. And so he was, I mean, it was almost like in some way he's like writing it with him and he's writing it with them and just bring bring it home together. We have to get into the ethics here. Because I just I think it's uh it's something when I I get this much joy out of it and like again this this really did work out. He looks like a hero. He looks he is he's a good person. There's no doubt about it in my mind. But you know it's it's it I did you feel bad I feel bad when I see these things when I you know when Punked was on when someone's like really getting scared to their core. Um, This is you know another one like this was Nathan Fielder's um, the rehearsal. That was tough on me. I was, you know, that I, I had guilt watching it. I, it just, it didn't feel right when you mess with someone's reality like this. When when James Martin was approached for this, I heard an interviewer ask him, "Did you have reservations?" He goes, "I had nothing but reservations." <laughs> you know, something like this is, this is, it's, 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 it's someone is seeing the world. You're messing with their life experience, and you could be revealing them. Um, as two people as someone they would not want to be seen as this could this could go backwards so i was i'm just curious um and and like i said this this was a home run but how do you feel about these type of shows or 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 just the ethics behind um you know putting someone in this situation well concerned yeah (laughs) with all my loving of this my thought one, one, multiple things. They did a great job of selecting someone who was mentally stable yeah. to do this to. Does that make sense? I mean, Absolutely. there was a big, long screening process. Yep. Or otherwise, the wrong person in that situation, it's going to fry their brain. And yes. um, they, they did a great job with... Um, lining up the mental counselors in advance so that you would have some which also significantly shows they Mm -hmm. knew they were screwing with somebody's brain absolutely for them to already have counselors lined up for him to talk Mm -hmm. to so it yes there the ethical question is so far out the window wrong that you can't you you know i mean 
it's entertainment, but he didn't. And I know he agreed to a video, but he yeah. honest to God didn't know it. It's just the Truman show. Now Absolutely. here's the great thing. Please. This attention and celebrity is probably going to end up being a really cherry part of his life. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. No, he's, he's having a, see, having a huge, huge moment. He got some money too. Oh yeah, he got some money. Did you see the commercial they just did with Ryan Reynolds? I did. That's good. I'm glad to hear oh, that. Okay. So enjoy, Ryan Reynolds, enjoy the time you earned it. He um yeah. he did he did fully say, and there's there's a couple of interviews about it that he he it truly took him months to wrap his head around what happened though, like to kind of like he still he was you know when as the time when he did that that interview and i think it was a little bit ago now a few weeks he was saying he's still kind of like he'll have a memory of something that happened that was a joke and he's like oh my goodness that wasn't real he's like literally still grappling right. with it makes sense and especially because yeah. there were these genuine bonds going on and he you know yes. it, there was these there's when you have genuine bonds like that there's trust given over and when you give over trust you, i mean I don't know. There could be a lot of of hurt and well, obviously a lot to unpack there. I mean, the it's going to be piecing this together James, for a minute. I know James Marston gave him his phone number because they were already and he was like, no, let's hang out. Like the friendship parts are real. You know, yes. he he was concerned and didn't want to just disappear from the guy's life. Okay. Like we built this friendship, but the friendship was fake within That's the, the right thing to do. And which speaks volumes for him as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the Ryan Reynolds commercial is for Mint, whatever the you yeah. know. And he's he tries to get him to whatever, and he goes, "Look, this all seems so fake to me." And he goes, "There's probably hidden cameras." And Ryan Reynolds is going, "No, it's not hidden. Look, the camera's right there. It's right <laughs> in front. You can see it." And he goes. I just have trust issues. And then Ryan Reynolds goes over and hugs him. He's patting him on the back. So it's so cute. It's hard to believe that in a time of crazy inflation, Mint is still just $15 a month. Can you believe that, Ronald? No, this doesn't seem real. Well, it is. Premium wireless, $15 a month. What's your problem? Are there hidden cameras? The camera's right there. It's massive. I have some major trust issues. I've been through some shit man it's well I, it's it's it does seem like from you know, when you hear the showrunner cody and like you hear like that the whole production team behind it and to me it doesn't sound like lip service they really they speak to the fact that his mental health came first and they never wanted to do anything to really traumatize them and not only that not only did they not want to hurt them um they did want to find a way ultimately to celebrate him it really, it really felt like that was the correct, uh, that was the goal they were going for. Um, and that's the only way this type of thing works. I I got to thinking um, two things uh, was, you know, I with the success of this show, I don't know how many more of these type of shows I want to see moving forward. We're just like the, uh, the, the fakeness of things plus reality or, you know, mixing in like, like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it just, I don't like this as the norm. I like this as the outlier type situation it it, an and and i almost want to go okay guys that really played well don't do it again okay. no one in the whole wide world do it again anywhere okay. to anybody it's, but they will with that, know, but let's not do it again and i don't will. know that other people because they're also with all that lovely it's like this one was everything good 
Yeah. But I don't want there to be one where people are real narcissistic yep. a-holes and they're messing with somebody's mind and they're so bad, and real, they, real and bad. They have, also yeah, they messing. don't have safety mechanisms in place to yeah. deal help that Definitely. person to, you know, it could, it could, it's like a wonderful thing that could go really wrong in the wrong hands. You yeah. know? Also, I mean, you could almost think about how it could mess with people, all the viewers, um, reality. And 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 what I'm speaking, what I'm talking about there is, you know, now when you're out there in the world and something absurd happens, you're kind of like, wait, what is going on here? Is this could this be some? Could this? I was so, for example, I went to a a, a show just last week, and it was right after I finished this. And um, it was uh, the opening act was one of the worst performances, in my opinion, I've ever seen. It was just it's it wasn't even like music to me. And it was so where all, it was a concert. It was a concert. And it was and, and like it was just it was just truly, truly like just just really, really rough to get through. And I found myself at one point almost looking around like this doesn't even feel like this is so bad. Like, am I getting it was just it just crossed my mind for a moment, but like it really, you know, this idea that like you know you could be pulled into something. I guess uh, what I'm saying is it could lead to societal trust issues. You know, when you when you're signing up for something like a documentary, signing up for I don't know a trial of something or doing something. Am I what am I what am I backing into here? Because now I've seen what can happen, and you know, I maybe I'm going too far with that assessment, but it's definitely. It's, I mean, they, 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 this was, this was a toying with reality thing. And it, it's something that, that does, can happen, I guess. This is like a matrix moment. Yes. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, which pill do you want to take? Mm -hmm. And what's your real reality? Yeah. It is, it is deeply layered. And at the same time, I do, I want to celebrate the accomplishment of what they pulled off. No question. I'm glad we started with all that and then got into this because it was it was, yes, it was delightful. Yes. yes, it was delightful. And I wonder why do you think it has, you know, regardless of the ratings or anything, it became immediately a success as far as, you know, people watching it or word of mouth spreading it. What do you think it was about the show that caused everyone to respond like, everyone just kind of blossomed into it and went, Oh my God, yeah. jury duty. I mean, I think, I, I think you nailed it in my favorite part of this podcast episode when you, you said just perfectly that he represents the best of us. And I think anytime you get to see a situation where you see, where you see something truly good, we see, you know, the, the news portrays, you know, just the bad in the world so often. And you just see and hear so much bad when you see authentic goodness that Ronald represented and ronald is that is something we are all drawn to it makes you believe in and in, in the fact that you could be better that people are better it makes you believe in good in the world and that's right. what ronald did that's what they, they this is you know he brought this home in a major way i i i can't imagine they you know a show could ever get this lucky again um he's he was he was really really special and 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 that's what we're all attracted to and it was funny as can be i mean it was hilarious it was really i was james, I was, marston. james yeah. marston stupid grin and and him playing up being this good old boy you know he's gonna try out for this part and yeah. him, him now i'm me now you know yeah. just like, oh kudos to him kudos. i mean just kudos 
Yeah. But again, it felt it felt like he was, you know, with all the mocking of himself. It felt, I, I appreciated that he was making fun of not only his industry, but himself, his entire, you know, catalog, his whole IMD catalog. It was great. So I'd love to know. It sounds like both of us are, you know, skeptical that you could ever redo this, you know, find, find, make this work again. Ronald Glayden was so special. But do you think? They go for it. Like, is there like a season two of Jerry Duty, or like, do you think they run this back? It's, it's. I, I wouldn't put it past them. Okay, I think you and I can start keeping a scoreboard now uh-huh. of how many shows are going to come on that are yeah. because of this show, whether it's Amazon or someone else, you know, freebie or something else, you know, um, brilliant marketing on their part to kick off their freebie thing. Maybe it's been going on for a while, but that's the first time that, yeah. you know, I was doing the freebie thing. Same. And, you know, it's, it's a, I'm like, we're regressing. Now we're watching things with commercials. What is it we're <laughs> craving? <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> actually, because I have to also confess then I was like, oh, freebie. There's free TV. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we used to have. <laughs> you know, it was free TV with commercials, basically. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's as if they've introduced a novel concept. I really you feel know? like we're all going to start missing what that cable was. Now that we've had all these subscriptions, I think back to the time when it was all packaged under one cable bill. And I'm like, we might not have known what we had. We had we had something pretty good in that cable. That's right. That's right. So um, before we go, I do want to mention a couple other shows that Please. I had watching. Um, but, I, but I want to be sure that we've wrapped up everything. Well, we that's what I did. That's, I'll stare us right there because... What was what was really unique? I know me, uh, me and Ryan did um, uh, another co-host of the show. We did a preview of what was television wise, what was coming out this year, what we were excited about. This wasn't on our radar. And I, you know, I read a lot about these type of things and what's coming. And it's it's really cool to see these like little surprise phenomenons happen. Netflix had another one with beef, which I thought was a really, really fascinating show. But it's funny, and Netflix seems to do it more more than others. It, it's like out of nowhere, it's like the entire nation is watching this and we're going to be knocking out quick. And it was, it's delightful to come upon that. And the surprise, I almost stop everything else, all the 12 other shows I'm watching right now and dive right into it. So, you know, it, it, it's fun and interesting and actually important to unpack the ethics and morality behind this, but all, all in all, this was a delightful ride and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but there's a lot of delightful rides out there. What else are you watching? Um, I can't speak highly enough about the Perry Mason season yeah. two, and and I know you probably haven't wrapped that I'm up. Gonna, I'm going to I'm going to dive in soon. Then I'd like to revisit it on this program if you'd be into well, it. The quality of the noir. Yeah. Uh, the, um, so we'll just unpack that another time. But the Great. quality I, of the I look forward to that. Blown me away. Yeah. I also watched it back to back to back. Did one of those things where you just dive in and then I'm there. Yeah. Hello tomorrow. Have you seen? No. Have you seen the Hello Tomorrow? No. Where no. they're they're selling um like condos on the moon. Oh yes, exactly. I I almost I didn't hear you. That's uh. I'm not sure that I'm saying the name of the show correctly because I didn't pull him pull it up. But I think it's, it's called. Uh, uh, what's his name? Billy Crudup show. Oh, incredible! It's the you know what I thought was the best thing about it. What is it? It's uh, it's something. Hello tomorrow is what it's called. Hello tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's I, I didn't I didn't I didn't exactly hear what you were saying there. 
Um, you know what I love so much about the 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 futuristic production mixed with like the '60s feel. So you have these like flying cars kind of going through like what would look like like a lever to leave it set. It's the, the the production absolutely floored me. Interesting premise, some great actors in it. I thought that was really really cool. I was hoping that would catch on a little bit more. I would I'd like to see more episodes. I don't know if it's a season two in the works. I loved it. I think it slipped through the cracks. I do and too. It, it's an incredible yep. undertaking of creativity and Definitely. originality and color. Yep. The color set. Color, so yeah. the, the, there was yeah, like some of the future pop, future like ideas like popped within the olding setting. It was it was it was a meticulously crafted production, and they it was awesome. And also some really deeply emotional things it with was. him. Finding the person, I don't want to do a spoiler thing, but yeah, 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 we'll, we'll uh, lay back. But it's 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 highly recommended watch, from both of us. <laughs> yeah, did you watch the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross movie? David uh, yes, Mamet. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. It had that hard closing thing yeah. that if you if you've ever been in sales where you had to be closing, yeah. you understood. Always be closing. Tomorrow, I always be closing, and yep. you know. Um, so anyway, that's one. And then I just want to give a shout out to, I went to see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 on opening oh, weekend. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? Baby we, Rocket. We, baby Rocket. I, <laughs> baby, it's, it's, I love that, you know, and they actually made, um, it, it kind of got, they did a, a, a moment in the film when they, they say to Rocket, like, this is always, this story's always been about you. And I thought that was really cool to bring it home. He's a great character and did they, you know, I love how hard they went on friendship. It was cheesy, but it was it's delightfully cheesy, and like how hard they went with like the family friendship premise. It's such a always such a cool visual campy production. I'm gonna miss uh, the Guardian series. That's I I had a hard time with that being the last one. You loved it as well. I loved it, but what I loved more was my 11 year old grandson who leaned in as we're watching it. I've got I've got 11 year old and a nine year old on the other side, and then you know, and and then more more my, um, but he leans over twice and he goes, "Best movie ever." Oh, I love. And so that. getting that from an 11 year old who sees a lot of movies and yep. has seen all the Guardians movies. Because I heard words where people concerned about it being a little too um, sad or, you know, just a little bit more of a downer kind of, you know, he it didn't wasn't. see that. I, mean, he I didn't just, see it. I didn't. I actually expected more sadness and more of a downer. Yeah, I did, too. I did, too, because I'd heard it had a melancholy feel. But yeah, um, I, no, I thought I thought they did a great job on taking us out, you know, yeah, so that yeah. was a lot of but at the big screen, so yeah. yeah that, was, that was wonderful. Cool. Well, I'm glad we talked jury duty. There was there was th things I wanted to get off my chest about appreciating it so much. So thank you for being my jury duty uh, therapy session uh, associate, River. I really appreciate you coming back on the program. Thank you. And we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk more soon. Maybe uh, Perry Mason is in our future real soon. So thank you, everyone out there, for once again joining the party.
This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.